Time of the second half on this uh, Thursday, June 2nd edition of Main Street Sports Today. Coming up, we'll talk with Bernard Childress, TWSAA Executive Director, on his uh, final days and weeks in that position as he is retiring. Also, this day in Braves history, our team and player of the week and some coaching changes around the area. All that straight ahead. Second half action is underway. Back to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. <laughs> and apparently you're yeah, dog. We, we, the dog. We've got yes. another guest somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Don't forget about me. It's <laughs> fantastic. Goodness. All right. I got something to say. <laughs> did you say I know this is not what we're talking about, but did you see this 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 Chevron gas station in Los Angeles that like their their gas was like eight dollars and five cents a gallon? <laughs> But their their regular gas was eight oh five. Their plus was eight oh seven. Their premium was eight oh nine. And apparently, Fox eleven covered like did a story about it. Because so apparently they were much higher than everybody else. So they dropped it twenty cents. But their premium is only four cents higher a gallon than their regular. I'm very confused by this. Maybe they just felt like the regular was high enough as it was. I, I mean, I mean that's got to be marked up i mean sure but normally like premium is like 80 cents higher or more mm -hmm. sometimes a dollar it's amazing <laughs> so, it's amazing and we probably don't need to get into gas prices it, well for, for thank, a number of reasons thank goodness that we you know during the summer as we don't have to do a as much traveling we we do go to some places like seven on sevens and mm -hmm. that sort of thing but we don't have to uh we don't have to get out as much as, as much. we do during the season so maybe we can <laughs> save Avoid a, some of this save a little cash yeah a little bit so a little bit anyway we do uh, we do need to make a run over to chapel hill though we do need to make a run to chapel hill we'll talk about them later uh so atlanta continues their streak of not losing three games in a row so I guess that's good. Sometimes you take your positives where they come. And getting a win over Bumgarner is always a positive. Uh, this Bumgarner. Although he's not as, yeah. yeah. But it's still, I mean, it's still Madison Bumgarner. I mean, yeah. you know, that's like getting a win over Charlie Morton. It may not be vintage. Vintage, but it's still a solid veteran. Yeah. And after losing two games to guys that you probably shouldn't have lost to, you kind of feel like getting a win here is, is really uh, something to, to take to, them where you can get yeah. them, man. But the thing is, the way they went about it yesterday, I mean, one, I didn't get to watch, which really makes me question whether or not I'm going to watch tonight. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe I got to take one for the team. It, it may be us. I mean, but it could um, be us. You know, as, as you texted me yesterday, Kyle Wright, Colin Stopper, um, he threw another good one. Um, you know, he, I think he right now gets the lowest run support average of any starter in the national league, uh, maybe in, in the, the national, league, certainly for the Braves. Oh yeah. Oh, no it's question. Like, yeah. It's like 1.8 runs mm -hmm. per game. Yeah. It's, it's obscenely low. He yeah. got a solid, he got, a, he got some good offense yesterday and he pitched like he was only going to get 1.8 runs, <laughs> runs support. There you go. And again, the young guys. 
Contreras? Man. I, we talked, I think, during the show yesterday because they were on during the show yesterday about Michael Harris hitting a double that would have been a home run in 18 of the 30 major league parks. So you know, he, he drove one pretty good to, to almost dead center at, at Chase Field. But to see Contreras continuing his good work at the plate and, you know, just to see Harris have good at bats for a guy who has only played 40-something games above sure. the single A level is is encouraging, I think. You know, it's interesting because you've got guys like Contreras and Orlando Arcia. Orlando Arcia still leads the team in batting average, by the way, at 318. And hasn't played in about a week again. Right. And he's, he's that in case of emergency break glass kind of clearly. Guy. But, you know, Contreras is a catcher. It's hard to take Travis Darno off the field because of one, his ability to call a game, mm -hmm. two, his leadership, and three, he's not bad at the plate either. No, exactly. So it's hard to take him. Yeah, out I mean, in, it, it's not an obvious, well, Contreras has to catch because no, he doesn't. But, but you got to figure somewhere to get his bat in the lineup. But you can't you DH him because you got to get Ozuna in. And, and I'd rather have Ozuna at DH than Contreras. And so on top of all of that, mm -hmm. it's the, the players, the bench players who are hitting well are unfortunately not position players of the folks who are not. That's, you know, that's the real issue here. It's like, you know, you can't take Austin Riley out. He had a 439-foot jack yesterday. Right. Apparently, he made a minor posture adjustment mm -hmm. and is hitting the cover off the baseball right now. Hit two home runs in, in the series. Uh, you can't take Darno out, as we said. It, it's like, what? how do we get the, the guys who are hitting really well right now into the lineup as well because you got to have other parts and it's it, it's it's just like a series of unfortunate events it's like lemony snickets is the manager <laughs> not <in> snicker <laughs> and lost in all of that from yesterday the Braves won a game that ronald acuna did not play in did not play yeah um and probably for the best i mean anytime that we can keep him off turf I'm for it. Well, I mean, a couple of days ago, Snit said, you know, he's either going to be off Tuesday or Wednesday, and Braves Twitter went berserk. Yeah, I mean, it it was immolation pretty much. I mean, how much are we going to baby this guy? Yeah, well, he's he's less than a year removed from knee surgery. He's a generational player. We're we're going to take our time with him. I mean. At the risk of coming off like a Snitker apologist, I mean, I, I think they're handling this situation about as well as you can handle it. I mean, you he won't take care of Acuna when he's in the game, but as far as putting him in the game, at least he's doing the right thing there. So this is um <clears throat> this is saying that he was held out with general soreness, which is just a way to hold him out. I mean, I don't think I don't. I think he could have played if they wanted him to, but he doesn't need to play, right? Um, 
in a little immediate um what do you call it uh immediate uh, karma Mm. Umberto Castellanos Mm-mm. strained right elbow placed oh. on the injured list and headed to the triple <laughs> oh. A. Hate when that happens. <laughs> so yep. don't hit my don't mm. hit my player mm. or you will leave the game. Well there you go. So, again, Ian Anderson, so- Austin Gomber. We we don't know how to say his name starting tonight. Uh it's gonna be a great one. So before we take the break, we gotta get this day in Braves history. First of all, it sucks to be Umberto Castellanos. So on May, on June 2nd, 1935, Babe Ruth of the Boston Braves announces his retirement from baseball. Struggling with a 181 average at the time he retires with 714 career home runs by far the most in major league history. Ruth will gain election to the Hall of Fame as part of its inaugural class next year. So... I guess, I don't know when the five-year waiting period came into effect, but apparently it wasn't in 1936. Well, I figure if you're going to, if you're going to put anybody in at that time immediately, it would It'd be, be Babe Ruth. The all-time home run leader. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you know, you just wave that. Kind of like the Tom Brady that, that Teresa was talking about. Maybe you just, just don't put him in now. Just, just let him go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, You're kind of delaying the inevitable anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's just make sure that he doesn't need enough hot, too many hot dogs and <laughs> drink too much beer so that he can make his. When did he die? You know what? That's a good question. Would he have made it? That is the question. <laughs> did, did, did he get in? I want to know, oh, man. No. He August, August 16th, 1948. He'd have been fine. He'd have, he'd have made it. Right. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990. Or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931 388 8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931 388 5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yao alongside Mo Patton, J.B. Plant on the controls. We coming to you live from Columbia here in the Dimple. You know, I have never heard anybody else refer to this as the Dimple other than friend of the show, Chip Walters. I saw it somewhere else the other day. Really? Like on a mural or something. So I guess it is a thing. Oh, I'm sure it's a thing. I've just never heard anybody else refer to it as that. I wonder if Bernard Childress refers to it as the dimple or has ever heard it referred to as the dimple. I doubt that Bernard refers to it as the dimple. He might have heard it, but I doubt that he does. Current TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress, at least for the next (laughs) 28 28 days. days. Joining us now on Main Street Sports today. (laughs) Coach, have you ever heard Columbia referred to as the dimple of the universe? Absolutely. It is. Say, there you go. I mean, you're right. I don't refer to it, but <laughs> Maurice, I was just going to say when I was listening to that, what you don't know will make a new world. You know that. Oh. So, <laughs> oh, no so, doubt. Yes, it is. It is the temple <laughs> of the universe. That's my personal That's opinion. Yeah, coach. <laughs> what 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 is what is the countdown? We we said twenty eight days. What exactly is the countdown? It's amazing that people have asked me that. I had probably three people asked me that on yesterday. A friend of mine even called me and said, "You know what today is, don't you?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I do." He's <laughs> like, uh, "It's Wednesday." No, 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 no. I, it's uh, it's June the first. I was like, "Yeah, I know that too." It's like, <laughs> what happens in June? I, and I'm thinking, maybe I'm missing something here. I think everybody's counting down the days with the exception of me. I said from the very beginning that I would never do that. You all said 28 days. I mean, you're right, but I'm not sitting here in my office every day. Wherever I'm working from, counting down the days to June 30th. June 30th 27, is 27 days and two hours. Yeah. Well, well, the thing okay. about that, the thing about that, Bernard, <laughs> is you're not counting it. That, okay, <laughs> yeah. you're not counting it down because you enjoy your job. Well, that's true. I, I and 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 I'm leaving in a good place, and I, and, and you know, I'm just still doing what I normally do every single day, enjoying working with the staff. And like I said from the very beginning, I'm leaving feeling like. I left this place in a better place than I found it. And that's what you always want to do. And people here at the staff are saying, we don't want you to go. I think that's better than them saying, man, I will. what if you waiting on? <laughs> you know? So I'm still enjoying it. I'm going to enjoy it all the way through June 30th. That's great. Bernard Childress, the, as Chris said, the current executive director of the Tennessee Secondary Schools Athletic Association. Hashtag and still. And still. Um, <laughs> set to retire on June 30th. And I, I had the pleasure of speaking to your wife, Pinky, last week, Bernard, over at Spring Fling at the softball state tournament. And she was telling me that um, your last 
official act will take place during the um, NFHS annual convention. I think she said in Phoenix at the end of the month, you will be helping honor um, longtime Clark Range girls basketball coach Lamar Rogers. Uh, is that is that correct? Yeah. Is all right on that? That's correct. She's correct. And it, it, it uh, it's in San Antonio. And, San, and you okay. know, I, yeah, and and I debated because of the, the actual, he's been, which is a stream honor to be inducted into the National, the National Federation Hall of Fame. Tremendous honor for Coach Rogers and his family. Well-deserved. We've been trying to get him in, you know, to the Federation uh, uh, Hall of Fame for about five years now. And, um, you know, Mark and I talked, and we talked to the board, and they said to me, they said, Bernard, we really wish that you would go. We know how hard you and the staff have worked on this. We think that you deserve the opportunity to hang the medal around his neck whether it be as the director on the 30th or whether it be as the, the outgoing director on July the 1st, we want you to do this and we will appreciate you, your consideration. So, I mean, how do, you, how, how do you turn that down? You know, I said, of course I will do it. I'll, I'll be honored to do it. I think so. So that will be my last official duty. And I kind of teased with Mark and the staff. I said, now look, I'm retired on June 30th at midnight. When you all see me at the summer meeting on July the 1st, do not ask me any TWA questions, okay? <laughs> like, I won't know the answer. As a matter of fact, my my response would probably be, what is TWA? Can you explain to me what that is? I said, I will have amnesia. At midnight on June 30th, I will have amnesia, okay? <laughs> at at 12.01 on July 1st, somebody's going to take one of those wands like Will Smith had in um, Men, oh, in Black, Men in Black and just red dash it in front of Bernard's yeah. face, and he's going to forget everything. Um, Bernard. Well, that's, that's, and, that's, and, they, and I can tease with them like that because they know that's not my personality. You know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we continue to succeed, do, do things that we need to do for young people. And if they, my, I told them, I said, my email would change, but my telephone number will never change. If you need me for anything, all you got to do is call me. Now, when, when you said that, were you saying that just to them? Because I got your phone number too, Bernard. <laughs> yeah, you can keep my phone number because, you know, okay. I do you like I do now. I look up and it says, Mo Pat, and I'm like, I don't think I want to talk to him right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, take a ticket, take a seat, because there, there's a long line oh, of folks God. along those lines. But, Bernard, I wanted I to ask you. I know you are. I know it. Hey, last week, I mean, you had to be wanting to run the run the calendar forward a little bit the way things were going that one that one day in particular during spring fling, I would think. First time in 26 years uh, that we have had that type of weather. I do not remember ever having to call off an entire day. It was very challenging. We got through it. But yes, it's like, but you look back and you say, we've been very fortunate during spring clean. We've had some mm -hmm. delays, but nothing like 
we had the last week and the challenges that we had. But I have to say that everyone, fans, especially the coaches and the and the players, having to come out there, sit in the dugout, hoping to get played, especially softball and baseball, where we just didn't have any talks. I mean, baseball had talks, but it, it was still bad. And the rain looked like it was going to never stop. And then when we delayed the tournament until the next day, um, they said, hey, we're going to do, give us a schedule. We're going to do what we need to do. We can't control the weather. They were very accommodating. The fans were very accommodating. And we appreciated that. We as a staff was very frustrated trying to get everything done. But it worked out. And, and with the help of everybody involved. You know, that's kind of one of the things that, yeah, and I I joked with you in the press box of the softball <laughs> yeah. tournament that, you know, clearly they just wanted you to work a couple extra days because it wasn't quite hey, your yeah. time. And and so it, 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 it wasn't quite your time. So it, I'm sure that, it was a struggle, but also, you know, it, it kind of allowed you a little extra time to take that in and some, and some, you know, obviously a little bit of stress to go along with it. Nothing's going to come easy, not even in retirement. Uh, you're exactly right. You did. <laughs> I think you kind of labeled Saturday as Bernard's day or something like it that. Is. <laughs> Ber- Bernard we Childers. <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, uh, but again, everything worked out. It did give me an opportunity to spend another day with people who I have been involved with, you know, for you know, for my entire career ahead, TWAA. And, uh, you know, working on Saturday did not bother me one bit. It does not bother any of our staff. We even, staff, we even ended up having to have a baseball game on Sunday afternoon. You all know, uh, we work seven days a week now anyway. So we're just glad it worked out and that we didn't have to come into this week. Actually, our big concern was all of these teams and kids, especially coaches having to find something for kids to do in a hotel, extra days, having to of paying for the team to stay there. Uh, they didn't seem to mind to do whatever we needed them to do. And we appreciated that so much. Bernard Childress, Executive Director of the TWSAA, with us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Renee Hart and her fine folks taking care of diners, from across Middle Tennessee, headed to Henry Horton, headed from Henry Horton, or just headed to from the heart. Um, so yeah, it's it, worth the trip on its own. Absolutely. So we appreciate from the heart for bringing us Coach's Corner here on Main Street Sports today, and for bringing us Bernard Childress. Bernard, um, I, as you get ready to step down on June thirtieth and hand this thing off to Mark Reeves on July first. As you look at the high school landscape, what do you feel like will be one of his biggest challenges as he takes this thing over? 
Uh, yeah, that's a great question, and I'll talk to Mark about this. I said, let's let's deal with, first of all, not national challenges, but let's deal with the challenges that we have here in the state of Tennessee. And uh, so we got to put our kids first. So what I see that's coming up really, really soon is that we're going to have to look at a way to add both boys and girls lacrosse. We have classification, and you know that's always a challenge. We have classification, reclassification next year. And Mark and I sat down and worked on that uh, with Bradley quite a bit yesterday. Uh, another big issue that's going to uh, come down the road uh, for him just here in the state of Tennessee is how are you going to deal with name, image, and likeness? So we already have some states now that have put in policies and we're beginning to get more and more questions from our schools is what can we do what can't can't we do that's a national issue that's not going away and it's probably going to be a big issue for him we also have and the Tennessee Titans have done such a fantastic job in Williamson County also in uh, with girls flag football I've gotten calls from all across the state from schools and school people saying, hey, I know they were just uh, piloting the program in Williamson County, uh, but we want to be involved in this. So with all of that going on, they again, we're going to be looking at how do we implement girls flag football? How we implement boys and girls lacrosse? How do we implement possibly indoor track? And what I've said to Mark is we can sanction sports without having a championship. And I think that's where he needs to go with the council and looking at how many teams do we actually need participating. We can sanction the sport. We can have invitationals like we did with girls wrestling uh, until we get enough teams to qualify for a state, that, state championship. But what is that percentage? I think that needs to go into bylaws pretty quickly because we have some sports that are, uh, you know, coming down the road and he's going to, uh, the staff here is going to have to address that with our board and council. So all of these things he is aware of, uh, but that's what I see as the challenges going forward. Bernard, let me ask you, um, since the new classification system came in for basketball, baseball, softball, what mm-hmm. is the reaction that you've heard? I mean, it are we do you see four classes sticking around past this period? Well, you know, uh, Maurice, you know it's hard to give something and then take it away. Uh, we are going to have a study session next Tuesday and just talk to the board about what we've heard, try to get their feedback on what they've heard, but the positive side of it in bringing eight teams, eight more teams, we had kids to be able to experience something that they never have experienced in their lives because we had, you know, additional eight teams to come uh, to our state tournament mm-hmm. uh, in basketball, baseball, and softball. The negative that we've heard, and I think we've all heard that is, 
the district, the more classes you add, districts and regions, the more travel you're going to have during regular season, especially during postseason. So we've heard that quite a bit, is that we're traveling too far for our district game uh, during the regular season. Well, you wanted four classes, and that's what the maps look like. Now, we have a plan that we're going to discuss next week with them that kind of shortens that distance. But it's it's not something that I can talk to. It's pretty complicated. <laughs> we're trying to simplify it. <laughs> we're trying to simplify it so we and get those numbers closer together. And if we can get the numbers, you know, enrollment numbers closer together, with class 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A, then we can get schools uh, traveling, you know, hopefully less during the regular season than during postseason. I just simply said to him, I said, guys, you're complaining about travel, but call your Division II uh, partners or associates in your area and ask them how far they have to travel during, especially during postseason. So it's no different. But we've got to come up with a way if we possibly can. And I don't know if the board will ever be interested in what we plan to propose, but um, we've got to come up with a way, not just in Division One, but in Division Two, to try to get, get our kids off the road so much, you know? They, they are, they, this is educational athletics and they're students first. And I just have a problem with uh, kids having to travel from Chattanooga to Memphis. And I'm talking Division Two now, mm-hmm. but we have some in Division One that are traveling a long way, even across uh, time zones. And then to play a tennis match and try to get back to go to school whether it's the next day or the day after, we got we to gotta concentrate on what can we do as an organization to cut down on that as much as possible. There you go. I, you know, travel is always the big issue. And in a mm-hmm. state like Tennessee that is parts of it are closer to Canada than it is other parts of the state, it makes it a little difficult. Absolutely. So. It, it's mm-hmm. certainly a, a unique situation that you guys have and, and have dealt with, I think, admirably over the years. So well done uh, making it work the best you can. And, and I'm, I know you guys are always, like you say, like you always say, you're, you're always doing the best you can for the kids and uh, let the adults complain all they want. But <laughs> it's all about the kids. And, and we know yeah. that and we appreciate everything that you've done. Uh, especially keeping them safe this past week at Spring Fling, and I, I hope you enjoyed that uh, that extra Bernard Childress Day. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Chris. And I, uh, and you're right. I came into this position. I came to CFAA. I started my career 41 years ago in education, and my mentality has always been. And I've told you, and you all have heard me say this many times. I get up every morning and I ask God to give me the strength and courage to do his will for young people. And as long as I trust him to show me the way, I can't worry about what adults say 
I really feel like we've done the best we can for young people. That's our charge. We are supposed to be enhancing the education of young people through sports and doing everything that we can to make sure that whatever experience they have, uh, as far as the TSAA experience, the athletic experience is concerned, that it's a positive experience and something that they can remember for the rest of their lives. Uh, I came into this organization, I came into education that way, and I will leave that way. And I've told Mark the same thing, and I said, you don't have to pray the prayer that I pray every morning, but you need to make sure that you're trusting God to show you the way to help young people. That's your charge. Nobody's done it better than Bernard Childress, the outgoing TSSAA executive director in that position for another 28 days, 27 uh, days and, 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 an, and hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. Exactly. Bernard, thank you I'm, so much for joining. Uh Oh, go ahead. I'm going to let you all count down the days. Maybe y'all can call me. You know, give me a call. Oh, let I got my number. Give me a call. And let me know how much time I have left. Okay. You know, it, it would be my honor to do so. Bernard Childress joining us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. He may be dropping through there now because he's got some extra time on his hands starting July one. Bernard, thank you so much. Hey, thank you all so much, and I I cannot leave without telling you again how much we as a staff appreciate the job that you all have done, and the media all across Tennessee to promote our young people. I go to national meetings all the time, and I can tell you it's not like that in many other states, even some of our surrounding states. We've had an outstanding relationship with the media, and I know that will continue. Just thank you we all certainly so much are it's certainly our intent to continue it, and so we're we're going to put it on Mark to uh, to see whether it does or not. Now I'm sure it'll be fine, but thank you again, Bernard, and and I I hope to see you in retirement, and um you and you and your lovely wife, and and that grandson, who I'm told yeah. runs the children's household. Well, yeah, he thinks he does. I mean, yeah, he <laughs> he he gives a lot of orders, and then we got the granddaughter. If she comes up like him, well, we're gonna we're gonna have our, our our work cut out for us because you know everything is we need to do this, we need to do that. Boy, you're four years old. Let me tell you what we need. To do. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, sir. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you all, all right. so much. Good talking to you always. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's hand out some hardware real quick before we uh, take our final break of the day. And here we go. The End to Win Life Team of the Week presented by Custom Stone Handlers and Ed Rich. Fantastic, folks. Look at there. We got a little graphic, Mo. Ah, we got co-winners. There we go. Yeah, which is kind of hard to give one and not give the other. Well, it's tough to to give one award when you've got two state champions. Yeah. Both of which didn't lose at any point. Yeah, so So. to the Columbia Academy Lady Bulldogs softball team and to the Summertown Lady Eagles tennis team. That's it. The latter of which was back-to-back? Well, no. No, no, no. The team was not. The The doubles team was. Yeah, there we go. Okay, thanks for clearing that up for me. Yeah, congratulations to CA softball and to Summertown girls tennis. That's right. And our MTBJ Player of the Week 
Mo goes to none other than Malia Hardy because what else she gonna do? All she did was set a state tournament home run record with six. Bad at seven hundred. Three games. In three games. Well, two and a half almost. <laughs> and, and and I don't know what her slugging percentage was, but she had six home runs and a double in ten at bats. Yeah, it's uh, probably about two point one, if I had to guess. It's it's, it's give or take two point one. It's up there. It's it's, it's north of two. Eight. And that's all that you need to know. It's north of two. Scored eight runs, drove in twelve. That's unreal. In three games. Yeah. Congratulations, Malia, for your player of the week honor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we had a couple of coaching changes here in Southern Middle Tennessee. We had a baseball coach hired and a football coach hired this week. So we'll talk about those as well. Stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50 plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731 and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. All right, welcome back in. Final segment of the day and very short segment. Got some coaching news to get off and running. Uh, we'll start in football because this has nothing to do with Middle Tennessee, but it it is on MainStreetPreps.com where you can find you can find coaching news from across the state at MainStreetPreps.com. Don, Donovan Stewart does a fantastic job getting the information and getting it out there about as quick as anybody does. So 
if you're looking for the new coaches or the outgoing coaches, you can always find it on MainStreetPreps.com. Uh, Michael LaFrance coming from Mississippi will take over the MLK Prep program, and I don't even know that MLK Prep has ever had a football team. Mo, I, I they they didn't play in 2020 uh, and finished the 2021 season 0 and 8. So <laughs> they got uniforms. <laughs> That's all I know. A little closer to home, uh, um, baseball. Well. Yes. You want to go to baseball? I was just going to mention the the a quick baseball. We we had uh or we tried to have Bill Moore on earlier this week, the now former Brentwood baseball coach. Uh he has his successor has been named, and that's uh former assistant Daniel Peck. Not to be confused with country music singer Danielle Peck. Uh this is just Daniel. So Daniel Peck will take over the Brentwood baseball program. Also in baseball, Lawrence County is looking for a coach, I assume, after the um, recent retirement of Brad White. Um, JP, you got any more light to shed on that? I have heard nothing new on that uh, that potential hire as of yet. Well, okay. Um, our, our man in the Berg will help keep us informed on the developments along those lines with LCHS Wildcat Baseball. So... Yeah, I, the the Lawco Wildcats Twitter um, hasn't posted since May twentieth, and it's locked, so it's it's a, it's a private account because that's just how they, apparently that's how they communicate with their players. Uh, so yeah, okay. No no information on Twitter either that we have. Okay, again, a little closer to home. Um, a, a lot closer to home than, than a couple of those. Um. Zion Christian is looking for a football coach as Charlie Lansdale, who was hired in March, announced his resignation today. Yeah, uh, that was a little bit of a surprise. I, I mean, he was there for, what, three months? So, yeah, that's, that's it's a, quite a surprise, but, um, so. Yeah. So they are they are trying to, their administration is trying to figure out what's next as far as that goes. Um there's an article on the website at mainstreetmurray.com if you'd like to read more about the situation. There is also an article on mainstreetmurray.com regarding Mount Pleasant High School which is now without both boys and girls basketball coaches as boys coach Matt Horton after one season resigned and had some intriguing comments as he left. And if you want to know more, again, it's on the website, MainStreetMurray.com. You should definitely read it. Um, I'm not into telling people what to read, but I mean, if, I, if, if you want to know more, uh, it, it certainly has generated some interesting responses in my email box. Uh, there's that. Uh, but yeah, you should, you, I, I mean, look, if you're watching this show, you're you're interested. very likely interested in high school sports in Southern Middle Tennessee and beyond. And uh, of course, the best way to get that coverage is uh, through Main Street. Of course, MainStreetMurray.com, MainStreetPreps.com for the uh, mid state. You, you you can't beat it. Uh, Twenty five dollars a year will get you a subscription to MainStreetPreps.com. It will also get you a subscription to Main Street Murray uh, print and online editions. So. There you go. Yeah. 
Man, what a crazy show. Congratulations, Karen Booker. We, we started the show with a coaching change. We're ending it with coaching changes. That's, that's how we do it. Uh, so, yeah, we come in with, with Karen Booker being named the coach at Trevecca. Again, if you missed any part of the show, go check out the podcast, the first half, the second half. Uh, Bernard Childress's interview is just phenomenal as and it's got nothing to do with is. us yeah he, he is he is just sensational i'm i'm certainly gonna miss him i know mark mark's podcast for wrestling was good so i got a feeling that uh that he's gonna be great in the future as well but bernard Childers always fantastic you can catch his uh special guest podcast as well if you missed any part of it you can do it there on demand you can watch it on facebook youtube twitter or main street preps i'm sorry mainstreetsportstoday.com that's that's where you can get all of it so appreciate you guys hanging out with us we will come back tomorrow it is friday short week only the fourth day of the week so we will get out of here today we'll be back tomorrow at two o'clock so we'll see you then